Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. Getting our kids back in schools. Is this a national emergency? It is a national emergency. It generally is a national emergency. A former governor proposes a maximum wage. Claims of sexual abuse and shady business dealings trigger a review of nonprofits that run city homeless shelters. I'm Sean Adams in the Bronx. Bruce's Super Bowl ad, his first ever commercial, tries to bring America back to the middle. As for the game, the Tampa Bay Bucks, Super Bowl 55 champs. Tom Brady, absolutely a player for the ages. This is Brad Heller. We'll talk with the Ohio State University researcher who says when the pandemic ends, most Americans plan to keep wearing masks and distancing. And Joe Connolly will tell us how to make in-person sales again. This is Monday, February 8th. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. A deeper dive into the stories you need to start your day with fewer commercials. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. It's Monday. It is the... We've got to look to make sure. 8th of February, and just as I was talking a second ago, it got even colder. Now it's down to 18 degrees in New York City. We will not hit freezing today, and we will get some more snowstorms, one, maybe two. Uh, how big a storm? We're going to check in with Craig Allen in a couple of minutes about that. But as we start this new week, we can report optimistically that coronavirus cases are half what they were exactly one month ago on January 8th, the peak of the pandemic. Big improvement to be sure, but still double the previous peak back in the summertime. Pressure's building to get schools open, all of them, across the country, and very soon. Former New York Mayor Michael Bloomberg says remote learning is a joke and urged President Biden to confront the teachers' unions and to open schools as safely as possible. CBS's Nora O'Donnell raised that question in her Super Bowl pregame interview with the president. About 20 million American children have not been in the classroom for nearly a year. There's a mental health crisis happening. There really is. Do you think it's time for schools to reopen? I think it's time for schools to reopen safely. Safely. You have to have fewer people in the classroom. You have to have ventilation systems that have been reworked. Our CDC commissioner is going to be coming out with science-based judgment within, I think, as early as Wednesday as the layout, what the minimum requirements are. It's so hard with kids not being able to play sports now. A it lot really of kids. is. I think about the price so many of my grandkids and your kids are going to pay for not having had the chance to finish whatever it was. 
that graduation where you didn't get to walk across the stage. I think they're going through a lot, these kids. And that is where the COVID conversation is going now. It's the Morning News Roundup on Monday. Uh, there's a man who runs a big network of shelters in New York City who's now accused by 10 women, including many who live in the shelters, of sexual harassment, even sexual assault. Sean Adams is live now on this story, first reported in the New York Times and which quickly got the mayor's attention. Sean, good morning. What's the story? Well, the story is this. Mayor de Blasio has ordered an audit of the contract agencies that house the city's homeless after allegations of sexual abuse and questionable business dealings surfaced against the head of one of those nonprofits. According to the New York Times, 10 women have made allegations against Victor Rivera, founder of the Bronx Parent Housing Network. He's also accused of nepotism and intermingling for-profit ventures with the nonprofit shelter operation. Mayor de Blasio has tweeted Rivera is not untouchable. The city is investigating and taking a closer look at the scores of agencies that care for the homeless, a $2 billion operation. Rivera denies the allegations. He has been put on leave. Wayne? Interesting when you say the mayor says Rivera is not uh, untouchable or whatever that quote was exactly. So what does the mayor plan to do? Well, you know, ultimately, uh, this uh, comes down to many layers of investigation, independent audit, but also internal investigations. It's the city's Department of Social Services that oversees the network of shelter providers. There are about 70 of them. A department spokesman has told the New York Times uh, they use every tool to enforce compliance. Obviously, uh, this audit calls into question city oversight, so where the buck stops, that remains to be seen. Thank you, Sean Adams. It is a uh, lower look right now on Wall Street. I beg your pardon. No, it's up. Just up a little bit now. Barely. Uh, the market futures. Let's get an update from Joe Connolly now on something that is very odd, Joe, in mm-hmm. this pandemic era, and we find ourselves cut off from practically everyone. How do you make in-person sales again? We'll ask Joe Hayes of Polaris IO Business Software on Long Island, Wayne. He says... Clients are desperate to meet in person safely instead of on Zoom. Joe has even had meetings indoors safely or outdoors with clients in Chicago this winter. And I started reaching out to, uh, to people and saying, hey, listen, um, if you're around and you'd like to, like to have a meeting, uh, I'd love to meet with you. Not at your home, obviously, but maybe we can meet outside. Maybe we can grab breakfast, lunch, dinner, drinks. Joe... It's batting a thousand. Every time you offer it to people, they're like, oh my God, absolutely, I would do that. <laughs> Joe Hayes of Polaris IO Sales Software saw an opportunity where many others did not. Polaris IO Software tracks companies' most important accounts and also monitors what their clients think of them for companies so there are no surprises when contract renewals come around. Joe says most demand in business services now is not so much for new products to attract new customers, but for products for companies to sell more to their existing good customers. Wayne. Thank you, Joe. Everybody talks about a minimum wage, minimum wage, minimum wage. I say it's time for a maximum wage. Who said that? That quote goes to former governor Jesse Ventura. He says there should not be one person worth a billion dollars. He suggests, how about $12 million a year? He says a million a month should be enough 
to live on. Now, the weather day ahead, the WCBS Exergen forecast. Chief Meteorologist Craig Allen is here. Craig, I heard you back on the radio yesterday talking about the latest snow, and I like the way these are timed out so my, my lower back can heal in between all these sporadic storms. That's right, yeah, but they're going to be coming one after the other, even uh, at a quicker pace this week. Um, and, uh, yeah, the bearer of such wonderful news, right? Sun mixing with clouds for today. You do have a little bit of a break today, except, as Tom has mentioned and, and we're mentioning here, you know, it is 18 in the city, and it's in the single digits to near 10 in the suburbs. Salt doesn't work all that well when you start getting temperatures that low. So the icy conditions on the road are, uh, you know, it's widespread listening to some what some people are saying. Today's high will get up to around 30, not much melting. Tonight's low, 20 to 25. Tomorrow, a period of snow. There may be some sleet or rain mixed in. It's not a strong storm, but um, it could... Be more of a nuisance again with a coating to an inch or so for the city and the coast. One to three inches possible inland. We may have to uh, get winter weather advisories issued for the northern and western suburbs tomorrow. Then you have a break on Wednesday. Then we're right back to it on Thursday. Right now, 18, humidity 52%, and the wind chill is 6. The WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup. This is very odd. India was on track to be one of the worst places in the world with COVID cases. They were seeing 100,000 cases a day and were about to surpass the U.S. caseload count. And then something happened. The caseloads dropped precipitously, and scientists are trying to figure out why that might be. Uh, NPR has looked at various uh, possible factors as they were investigating this. Uh, they're saying age could be one reason, separating India from the U.S. 15% of Americans are over 65, but it's only 6% in India. Another is mask wearing. India has mandated masks be worn in public spaces. In Mumbai, for example, it's outdoors and indoors. Even runners have to wear masks. And if you don't, you are fined. Also, there's a warmer and more humid climate there. And maybe that could be a problem, uh, actually a contributing factor with droplets of virus not being in the air for as long. And also Indians are benefiting from more robust immune systems. That's one possibility because they've been, had to deal with diseases like malaria and typhoid and are now experiencing milder cases of COVID as a result. People's phones lit up during the halftime show last night to comment on The weekend. Not so much because of his performance, which was fine, but the bizarre way in which it was shot by camera angle, his face so close, it was like, as one person put it, Watching your food heat up in the microwave. Talking to your parents on FaceTime. What my coworkers see on Zoom meetings when I think the camera's off. Well, the Bucks are Super Bowl 55 champs. A surprisingly one-sided game against the Chiefs, 31-9. Tom Brady putting to rest any quarterback debate. Also proving Brad Heller that he can win without Bill Belichick. Wayne, good morning. Tom Brady is 43 years old. He looks 33, and he plays like he's 23. Last night, three first-half touchdown passes, two to Rob Gronkowski, in the Bucks win in their home stadium in Tampa. That is seven Super Bowl titles for Brady, more than any franchise. He's got five Super Bowl MVPs adding to his record. And even more incredible, Brady walks into a new organization during the pandemic, a shortened offseason, no preseason games, and still he ends up as a Super Bowl champ. Guys just did what we were asked, and we tried to just show up with a great attitude to work however it was. We were pretty fortunate on our team. Guys were really disciplined with 
um, all the protocols in place, and uh, you know, ended up getting the job done. Now Brady's very deserving of the MVP, but let's also give credit to this Bucks defense. The coordinator, former Jets coach Todd Bowles, that defense never let Patrick Mahomes get comfortable. Mahomes, the reigning Super Bowl MVP, threw two interceptions. He was sacked three times. He said, "This is the worst I've been beaten in a long time." You're playing a good defense like that. You got to be on the same page as the offense, and we weren't today, um, and that's why we we played uh, uh, so bad. This is an incredible stat, Wayne, for Mahomes. The first time as a starter in the NFL or college that his team did not score a touchdown. Wow, I didn't realize that. Hey, uh, Derek Rose is coming back to the Knicks. Yeah, Wayne, in 2016-2017, Rose averaged 18 points per game as a Nick, and he is back coming over in a trade from the Pistons. Reportedly, the Knicks giving up Dennis Smith Jr. and a second-round pick. Rose reunites with head coach Tom Thibodeau. He played for Thibodeau in Chicago and Detroit this coming as the Knicks' two-game winning streak ended with a matinee loss at the Garden yesterday, 109-103 to the Miami Heat. Brad, thank you. Sponsored by Dell, as always, because they like you so much. Dell Tech Advisors focus on you. They're going to offer you tailored solutions powered by Intel V Pro Platform, keeping your small business ready. Call 877-ASK-DELL. Stay informed. Stay connected. Depend on WCBS. Morning, I'm Wayne Cabot. It's the Morning News Roundup, and here are three things to know. Unprecedented demand is why FanDuel says its system was down just before the game last night. CBS's streaming service was down for a while as well, which is unfortunate, as it was a CBS game. Two Tampa Bay's mayors suggest that fines may be imminent for celebrities, including 50 Cent, who appeared at mostly unmasked Super Bowl parties with little to no social distancing safeguards in place. Third thing, you never heard the name Jeep in Bruce Springsteen's first ever commercial, something he agreed to only a couple of weeks ago after years of Jeep asking and after he saw the political and social chasm develop in our nation. His ad, called The Middle, sought to bring us back to center. Our light has always found its way through the darkness. And there's hope on the road up ahead. Springsteen sits in his own 1980 Jeep in the middle of Kansas, a spot filmed just last week. They really had to scramble to get this done. How many times have we asked ourselves and talked among ourselves about the new normal, what it might be like when we can ditch the mask or hug our loved ones again? Being released today, a national survey on what most of us will be comfortable with even after the pandemic ends. It's from The Ohio State University, and Dr. Ian Gonsenhauser is on the news line. Good morning. Good morning. Thanks for having me. So on the one hand, we are so fatigued with all of this, we'd love it to be over. On the other hand, some habits might last. Who did you ask and what did you find? We asked uh, broadly across the country a, a wide swath of individuals. What was kind of almost shocking about this was given how fatigued everybody is with these precautions, how many people are, are indicating that they're going to stick to many of these things, uh, even post-pandemic. You know, what we didn't ask is, for how long? And I think that's an important question to potentially follow up. But to think that, you know, many people will continue wearing masks, that's an interesting development that I really wasn't expecting. I see your number. 72% of Americans plan to continue wearing masks in public, even though you look around now. I got gas yesterday and the attendant did not have a mask on, being in Jersey where they pump your gas. I, I picked up a cheesesteak at a local place. There were eight people behind the counter. Not one person had the mask. Uh, this is a very conservative county in which I live. 
Did you break it down, conservative versus progressive, et cetera? So we did not ask for uh, political affiliations or anything that would sort of indicate that very, very real division. Um, you have a large component of the country that's obviously really bought into the precautionary and mitigating measures. And, and that's what's driving our numbers down right now. And, and now, obviously, with the vaccine being administered as well. Um, and then you have another part of, of our population that is really antagonistic to many of these things. Some of these possibly permanent changes are are positive, if you think about it, They're working from home, seeing your doctor virtually. What did you hear about that? Yeah, absolutely. So the majority of people, just shy of 75%, saying that they would start uh, really considering staying home from work when they're feeling sick. This is something that we've been working on for years uh, and really requires both the individual, the employee, as well as the employer uh, to support that. Um, there's a real hope that that's one of the changes that will, that will be long-lasting. And maybe someday we'll do interviews like this face-to-face again. From the Ohio State University Wexner Medical Center, Dr. Ian Gonsenhauer. Dr. Gonsenhauer, thank you. Thank you so much. Take care. This is the WCBS 880 Morning News Roundup, a daily download of the news you need to start your day. On air, on radio.com, and delivered to your phone and computer for on-demand listening. Hey, Rob Bradford here. I have set out on a mission with my good friends at FanDuel to prove what I have known for some time. Baseball isn't boring. Now I have a daily podcast to prove it with some of the most notable people in the baseball world screaming baseball isn't boring from the mountaintops or at least agreeing to come on our show. Players, managers, GMs, and yes, even the commissioner of baseball, Rob Manfred. It has been a constant wave of baseball's most powerful voices. So join the revolution. Subscribe and soak in baseball isn't boring. Listen on your Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. You'll be glad you did. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com. 